Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Infant, I'm Megan Cloherty. Do active shooter drills do more harm than good? Maryland lawmakers propose a closer look. I'm Kate Ryan. How one school system in our area is focusing on students' mental health. I'm Scott Gelman. Good Saturday morning. Welcome in 1 o'clock on WTOP. On the hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A Mississippi sheriff says a lone gunman is in custody after killing six people, including his ex-wife and stepfather, at multiple locations in the small town of Arcabutla near the Tennessee state line. More from CBS's Omar Villafranca. By the time it was all over, police said four more people were found dead. Two inside a home and two more outside near the suspect's house. I look out the window and I see... Ethan Cash said he came outside, saw the attacker carrying a long gun, then found one of the victims inside a truck. I go up to the truck where a guy got shot at and uh, I'm just, I check his pulse and everything, make sure he's okay. He's, He's already gone at this point. President Biden has issued a statement on the Mississippi mass shooting saying, quote, thoughts and prayers are not enough. Gun violence is an epidemic and Congress must act now. The five former Memphis police officers charged with murdering 29-year-old Tyree Nichols appears in court for the first time. CBS's Elise Preston was at the courthouse today. Not guilty. One by one and wearing masks. The five former Memphis police officers all pleaded not guilty through their attorneys to second-degree murder and other charges in the brutal beating death of Tyree Nichols. They didn't even have the courage to look at me in my face. That is Tyree Nichols' mother, Rovon Wells. A counterterrorism raid in northeast Syria has left four U.S. service members injured. The U.S. military operation took out a senior ISIS leader. CBS's David Martin has heard from National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. The target was Hamza al-Hamzi, and this time he apparently waited for the Americans to get close enough. He was overseeing the group's deadly terrorist network in eastern Syria before he was killed in the raid. There are about 900 American troops in Syria working with local Syrian forces to keep the ISIS terrorist network from staging a comeback. It's a deadly game of hide-and-seek, but no American troops were killed or wounded in all of last year. The military has finished recovering Chinese balloon debris off the South Carolina coast, but the White House says it's possible the remnants of the three other objects shot down over the past week will not never be found. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. With the intelligence community now assessing that the three objects were likely benign, the White House defends the president's decision to have them shot out of the sky. Just for a second, put yourself in his shoes. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says the posture sparked by the Chinese spy balloon incident led the Pentagon's top brass to approach the commander-in-chief this way. Mr. President, we don't know what these are. Uh, we're concerned about what they could be and about where they could be going and what the purpose might be. And we recommend that you you take these down. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. This is CBS News. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. WTOP at 103. 
Good Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. February 18th, 2023. Clearing, breezy, colder this overnight by daybreak. Most of the area in the mid to upper 20s. We're at 33 right now. Good Saturday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for starting the weekend with us, taking us along for your ride in the 1 a.m. hour, where we begin this morning, the jury, locally in the case of a former Pentagon police officer charged with two murders, could not reach a verdict this week, and a mistrial has now been declared in the case. The state pledges to retry this case. That's Lauren DeMarco, spokesperson for the Montgomery County State's Attorney's Office, who says the jury in the case of former officer David Dixon had a lot to consider. The legal instructions were the among the most complicated that this courthouse has ever seen. Dixon shot and killed Dominique Williams and James Johnson as they fled a parking lot in April of 2021 where Dixon lived. He was off duty. The two were suspected of breaking into cars. David Haynes is an attorney for the Johnson family. While the family is disappointed that you know we're going to have to go through another the trial. Uh, the family continues to hold the memory of James Johnson very close to their heart. No word yet on when the new trial might begin. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Dixon remains held without bond this Saturday morning. A man is dead after he was shot aboard a Metro bus in Montgomery County. Metro Transit Police say the shooting happened on the Z6 bus in the area of Lockwood Drive and New Hampshire Avenue in White Oak just before 8 Yesterday, Friday evening, the Z6 bus operates between Silver Spring and Castle Boulevard in Fairland. Police said this morning it looks like the two people involved in the shooting got into some type of an argument and the victim was then shot. The suspect ran away. WTOP at 105 Saturday morning, a D.C. judge sentencing two men this week to prison after prosecutors say they attempted an armed robbery at a marijuana distillery and threatened those inside, including... A baby. Prosecutors say when Kenneth Van and Jose Gonzalez broke into a D.C. apartment intending to steal from an illegal dispensary, they found the dispensary's owner and his wife, her friend, and an infant baby in the apartment. Prosecutors say the man screamed for help but relented when Gonzalez pointed a gun at the women and baby. Prosecutors say the intruders bound and gagged the adults and put the child in a baby swing. But before they could get away, police arrived and arrested Van and Gonzalez, who will now serve six and eight years in prison, respectively. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Speaking of children and security at school, Maryland lawmakers heard from students about active shooter training scenarios as they consider a proposal now to change the way the drills are actually done. Melissa Villegas, mother of three, told Maryland state lawmakers about how her seven-year-old daughter came home one day upset after an active shooter drill. Villegas quoted her daughter telling her, We have to make the room dark, but it didn't get dark enough, and we could still see each other. So I know we would die. Accounts like that, coupled with questions about how effective the drills really are, prompted lawmakers, including Delegate Jared Solomon of Montgomery County, to propose a bill that would require schools to give advance notice of the drills. It's critical because sometimes these drills do more harm than good, and we know we're facing a mental health crisis among our young people. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. School day. Meantime, Fairfax County Public Schools in Virginia is planning to use a multi-million dollar grant program to increase the number of its school counselors, social workers, and psychologists. If there's something we can all come around, it's the mental health of our students, staff, and communities. Superintendent Michelle Reed says the five-year, $13.5 million grant will be used to hire more school-based mental health workers. Hiring may be challenging, Reed says, because of a national shortage of school counselors and psychologists. 
When we're short of our school-based mental health support staff, that just creates more anxiety and uh, honestly uh, more of a concern. So the grant will also pay for professional development for current staff members. Also, as I mentioned earlier, are really thinking about providing targeted and timely mental health consultation to both students and staff. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP in the 1 a.m. hour after traffic and weather. A bill in Maryland is trying to help out tenants facing big rent increases. I'm Stetson Miller. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane at 107. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. Thank you for starting your weekend with us. Saturday morning, February 18th. Time now on WTOP 108. Welcome. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us Saturday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Oh, there, Dino. We start in the district on the on the southeast southwest freeway. No reported delays. DC 295, I-295 now quiet. Downtown, 9th and G Streets northwest near the Portrait Gallery. Had some debris blocking all lanes at that intersection. There had been crash activity. Suitland Parkway inbound near First Sterling Avenue with caution for what may remain. I don't think much does, though, by now. In Maryland, new crash activity is going to be eastbound on 50. After you get across the Severn River Bridge, before you get to the Bay Bridge, the crash before Baydale Drive blocks a right lane, according to Maryland State Authorities. Beyond that, you are good and no serious delay getting around this. Just doing it with care. On the Bay Bridge and on the Harry Nice Mac Middleton Bridge on Route 301, we have wind restrictions in effect, so house trailers, empty box trailers, other high-profilers not going to be allowed across until the winds simmer down. On the Capitol Beltway, between Bethesda and Oxon Hill, lanes are good. We had a report of a crash, Clara Martin Parkway inbound, somewhere between the Beltway and the Cabin John Parkway. No more specific than that. Unclear what, if anything, has ever been found. In Virginia, work westbound on 66 is going to be after 28 Centerville, with the left lane getting by. Eastbounders, you'll find after the Fairfax County Parkway, the left lane is blocked by the ongoing work. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking your weekend and looking okay. If you like the winter weather, you've get you've got that. If you like the spring weather, you've got that too. Our Saturday is going to be the chilly day. High temperatures only in the mid to upper 40s. Wind chills in the 30s most of the day after what will be a very chilly start. Uh, plenty of sunshine though. On Sunday, we get back into the upper 50s to near 60. I'm going for a high of 59 in the city. Monday, going for a high of 61. So yes, the spring-like weather moves back in quickly. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Gammer. It is cold this Saturday morning in the 1 a.m. hour, February 18th. We're looking at 33 degrees this morning in College Park as well on the National Mall. It's 31 in Fairfax. We're down a degree now to 31 in our nation's capital. This 1 a.m. hour Saturday morning brought to you on WTOP. This check this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Coming right up on WTOP this half hour. Black history past and current being told in this county. I'm Neil Augenstein. What's one of your favorite memories? (laughs) That's a tough question. Um, 
Well, there was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like eight or nine. And um, I can remember one night we were laying out in our hammocks and we were just, you know, watching the trees rustling in the wind above us and we could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and the creek running nearby. It was amazing. It felt like we were a part of it all. I don't know if I do it justice trying to describe it, but I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. Saturday morning, February 18th. It's 112 on WTOP. Glad you're with us this early morning. This is WTOP News. Former President Jimmy Carter's name is now this morning on a building at the Naval Academy in Annapolis locally. The building on campus had been named after a leader in the Confederate Navy. The name changed on the engineering building after a commission apparently mandated by Congress determined several military assets across all branches, in fact, of the service had to be renamed because of Confederate ties. Carter, who is 98, graduated from the Naval Academy back in 1946. As COVID cases continue, looking at the medical page this morning to fall around the country, D.C. Health is scaling back some of its programs started during the pandemic. Health leaders say starting on Tuesday, the COVID test yourself D.C. kiosk program will be suspended. The rapid test given out at libraries and senior centers also being suspended for toll. Federal government is making similar changes with the falling number of COVID cases and availability of testing vaccines at doctor's offices as well as at pharmacies, we're being told. The skyrocketing costs these days to rent a house or apartment have gotten the attention of Maryland lawmakers locally. Now they've got a plan to give renters a little more time when they learn a price hike is a coming. Some Marylanders have faced shocking rent increases recently, says Delegate Melissa Wells. I saw some people in Baltimore whose rents went up by like $1,000 a month. That's why she introduced a bill in the Maryland General Assembly that would require landlords in the state to give 120 days notice when they want to raise their rents more than 4%. She says the bill would give people more time to find a new more affordable home. This would also help individuals basically be able to make a decision not from a point of crisis. Right now, only in Montgomery County, Tacoma Park and Baltimore City, are landlords required to provide notice of raising rents. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. History coming to life this month in one local Maryland county with stories about the experience of its black residents and trailblazers. At the Howard County Center of African American Culture, it includes the stories of 29 families that can trace their history back two or three hundred years. History in the past, history in the not-so-distant past, but we also have living history, people that are making history as we speak right now. Executive Director Nat Alston says that includes current Howard County residents and government and culture. And each day that goes by, they're still blazing that trail, and we hope that when people see this, they can see themselves there. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday, February 18th. Welcome into WTOP. 115 and Frankie's turn this morning. Pretty big hire for the Washington Commanders when you get the offensive coordinator from a Super Bowl championship team in Kansas City. Eric Bieniemy comes over, and he is uh, reportedly the new offensive coordinator and assistant head coach for the Commanders under Coach Ron Rivera. Bieniemy reportedly gets a two-year deal that includes a promotion and title, contractual structure, and a pay raise. Bieniemy spent the last five seasons as a Chiefs offensive coordinator, helped oversee an offense and won two Super Bowl championships, of course, including the most recent one. But he was not the primary play caller on on Coach Andy Reid's staff with the Commanders. Biennemi will reportedly be in complete charge of the offense and call plays. Eric Biennemi hired on with the Washington Commanders. Tiger Woods does make the cut at the Genesis Invitational. First time in seven months. Tiger playing a PGA Tour event. He is at plus one. Your leader is Max Homa at uh, minus 10 after shooting a second round 68. It is the All-Star Weekend in the NBA as they play this one in Utah. A lot of festivities going on, including the dunk and three-point contest on Saturday night. But no Wizards are going to be in the All-Star festivities at all this weekend. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 117 Saturday morning on WTOP. This is WTOP News. The five former Memphis officers charged with murdering 29-year-old Tyree Nichols appeared in court for the first time Friday. All five pleaded not guilty in the case just three weeks after the release of that body cam footage of the violent arrest shocked the nation. CBS correspondent Elise Preston was in the courthouse this week where she spoke to the district attorney. Shelby County District Attorney Steve Mulroy says there are an additional 20 hours of video that show other angles of what happened. This is an important case. And, you know, if we are going to hold police officers who violate the law accountable, then we need to make sure that we get the prosecution correct. We get it right. Among the top stories we're following Saturday morning for you on WTOP. Six people are shot dead in a small town in rural Mississippi near the Tennessee state line. Happened on Friday. A suspect in custody this Saturday morning. A counterterrorism raid in northeast Syria leaving four U.S. service members injured. And the Montgomery County State's attorney says he will retry former Pentagon police officer David Dixon after a judge declared a mistrial in the double murder case. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Welcome to the weekend. Thanks for sharing with us. Saturday morning, February 18th on WTOP. Time now is 1.18. Ian Crawford's in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Virginia Bellway, the one work zone of which we are sure is on the inner loop. 
after you come through Tyson's, heading through McLean toward the Legion Bridge. After Georgetown Pike is where you'll find the work. And heading toward the George Washington Memorial Parkway with two right lanes getting by. Outer Loop, they were supposed to drop cones there. Haven't seen them yet. Not altogether sure they're going to. There may be some new work in the express lanes on the Outer Loop after Arlington Boulevard. The note we just got from Virginia State authorities is a bit cryptic. It doesn't specify whether it's in the main lanes or it is in the express lanes. But given the configuration, I think they just took away part of the express lanes for some road widening work. Uh, on the uh, the express lanes on the outer loop after Route 50 Arlington Boulevard. 66 westbound work after 28 Centerville, the left lane getting by. On 66 eastbound after the Fairfax County Parkway, the left lane blocked by work. In Maryland, crash activity between the Severn River and the Bay Bridge. The crash eastbound on 50 before Baydale Drive, blocking a right lane. Lots of responders there now. There had a report of a crash on the Clara Martin Parkway inbound after the Capitol Beltway. Unclear what, if anything, was ever found. On 50 across the Bay Bridge and on 301 across the Harry Nysmack Middleton Bridge with those stiff winds. Yep, you guessed it. Wind restrictions in effect. No high-profile vehicles or empty box trailers, anything like that that might be flipped around in the wind. You're going to have to sit this one out until the winds simmer down. In the district on the Suitland Parkway, the inbound crash was near Firth Sterling with caution for what remains there. And on 9th Street at G Street, we had lanes blocked for debris, falling debris, with caution and following police direction. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking what is a chilly start to the day on our Saturday. Temperatures in the 20s to around 30 degrees in the city. Wind chills. In the teens and low 20s, wind is not going to be as big of a factor as it was on a Friday, but every once in a while when the wind blows, it will feel much cooler. High temperatures only in the mid to upper 40s to around 50 in the city. On Sunday, a little bit better. High temperatures mid to upper 50s with a mix of clouds and sun. Monday, going for a high of 61 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. It's cold this Saturday morning, Waddingham Hour, February 18th. We're at 29 degrees in Rockville, 32 Ashburn, 31 in District Heights. Having dropped a couple of degrees, we're down to 30 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. In this Waddingham Hour Saturday, brought to you this check by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out, Lynn the Plumber. In the minutes ahead, this half hour on WTOP Early Morning for A D.C. woman returns to say thanks to the paramedics who saved her life. I'm so grateful. In downtown D.C., I'm John Doman. WTOP at 121. It's a big world. Eight billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet. But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington. That's why we have more reporters covering more local stories. Here in Georgetown. Breaking news from Landover. Here at the federal courthouse. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Thank the Lord for the night You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Cancer can like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Good Saturday morning, February 18th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 1.22. This is WTOP News. Gun violence prevention programs in Maryland are getting more than $5 million from the federal government. Maryland's congressional delegation says the money is coming from the bipartisan Safer Communities Act to boost those programs that work to stop gun crimes. 
The millions, we're told, will be used to support programs focused on what the government calls evidence-based violence prevention and intervention. Some of the green, as in money, will go to specialized crisis intervention and court programs and coordinated efforts with police to secure, track, and return those relinquished guns. Paramedics in D.C. get special challenge coins when they are actually able to bring someone back from cardiac arrest. A healthy 27-year-old D.C. woman who collapsed while running on Black Friday was on hand to give the latest series of coins out to the paramedics who saved her life. Margaret Bishop doesn't remember anything about that day. I just remember waking up a couple days later in the hospital and having to be told a couple times what was going on. The congenital heart defect she lived with all her life caused her heart to stop beating near 14th and Rhode Island. Two and a half months later, she was able to come here to Engine 16 at 13th and K Northwest to say thanks and help Fire Chief John Donnelly present coins to the paramedic team that saved her. I literally owe them my life. This represents some of the best work we do. This is the first coin for firefighter Kenneth Bryant. A lot of times you don't really know what happens to the patients after the fact sometimes. You just take them to the hospital and then once they start doing anything, you got to go out to the next call. So seeing her make it, that was pretty nice. In downtown D.C., John Dome in WTOP News. Would you let your kid bike a few miles to school? What about if he or she was in a group? The concept of a bike bus is not new. But one mom locally in Arlington says this morning it's helping her kids find confidence and community. Jillian Burgess says she loves to pick a theme and a playlist each week when she and other parents travel with about two dozen kids to Escuela Key Elementary in Boston. But there can be some challenges. My son and his friends all play trombone. And so there have definitely been some days where there's been like five trombones in our cargo bike. (laughs) She's seen kids daunted by a hill or unsteady near other bikes grow throughout the year, participating in the bike bus. When you give kids the age-appropriate independence, they become more confident. They become less anxious. They realize that they actually have the power to deal with problems that come up and move forward. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Uh, guys, I think it's Truman. Truman is the right answer. Samurai. Samurai it is. Uh, audacious final answer. No, sorry. 162. Yes, that's it. Next time on It's Academic, hosted by WTOP's Hillary Howard. Students from Oakton High School, Holton Arms, and Poolsville. Match your wit. I know you know it. With these students. It's Academic. Pretty amazing. Saturday on WETAPBS. WTOP 125, Saturday morning, February 18th. Thanks for spending the early part of your weekend with us here at WTOP. Money News, each half hour, 25 and 55 WTOP. This early weekend morning, Jeff's here to wrap up your business week. The Dow finished Friday up 130 points. The Nasdaq down 69. Vanguard says the average 401k retirement account lost 20% of its value last year. AutoNation says used car prices will now come down after reaching records during the pandemic. The Washington Business Journal says shops at Congressional Village on Rockville Pike has a new owner and new leases. The previous owner defaulted in 2019. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. As the war in Ukraine endures. I'm afraid. If you want to win uh, the, the fight, you, you need to, to be alive. Concern continues worldwide. Support of the whole world helps a lot. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green has exclusive frontline analysis from sources across the battlefields of Ukraine. Russia is struggling. And even as they continue struggling, there's no sign they're shutting this war down anytime soon. WTOP News. 
Because we take you there. WTOP News Time, now 126. A super ad campaign. I'm Fred Bottomer with Report on Religion. Look for a couple religious-oriented ads during the Super Bowl. So he gets this. Is it's a campaign and movement to just reintroduce Jesus in his confounding, radical uh, love for everybody. Jason Vanderground is a spokesperson.